This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, some new technology policies are getting put in place at the Defense Department. Members of Congress are worried about where members of the military are getting their medication from. And with the 2020 census count starting soon, a deeper look into the Census Bureau cybersecurity protections. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. A new intellectual property policy from the Defense Department. Going forward, DOD and its components will try to individually negotiate IP used in weapon systems to find a balance between government and industry interests. DOD will also set up an IP cadre made up of experts who will help program managers and DOD components on data rights issues. DOD wants to find ways to work with industry on IP so it can take advantage of commercial technologies. A new software acquisition policy is also set to come out of the Pentagon. Ellen Lord, Undersecretary of Defense for Acquisition and Sustainment, says the strategy will shorten acquisition timelines so they are on a better schedule with software life cycles. It will also gather continuous input from end users and establish a framework to manage risk. The strategy is based off recommendations from a year-long study conducted by the Defense Innovation Board. The Commerce Department's National Technical Information Service and Booz Allen Hamilton are partnering to help DOD do more with artificial intelligence. NTIS and Booz Allen are teaming up to provide DOD's Joint AI Center's Cybersecurity National Mission Initiative with an assortment of services, including establishing a DevOps pipeline to rapidly and securely deliver AI capabilities into DOD mission environments. Booz Allen and NTIS entered a joint venture agreement to make it easier for agencies to acquire specific services. A bipartisan duo of lawmakers on the House Armed Services Committee introduce a bill that will require the Defense Department to identify vulnerabilities that come from relying on Chinese pharmaceuticals. Representatives John Garamendi and Vicki Hartzler say the Chinese government is the principal developer of generic prescriptions. They're concerned about the possibility of manipulating service members' medical regimens. The Pentagon's inspector general sides with a defense contractor employee who says her employer retaliated against her for being a whistleblower. More from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. The case is noteworthy in that it's only the fifth time in as many years the IG has substantiated a whistleblower claim by a contractor. Investigators found Valiant Integrated Services fired a Baghdad-based employee after she participated in a government investigation into assault allegations by a co-worker. Valiant says her disclosures weren't protected by whistleblowing laws because they didn't relate specifically to waste, fraud, abuse, or serious criminal issues. The IG disagrees and is recommending the Army take action against the company. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. A few months out from the start of the Census Bureau's 2020 count, the Commerce Department's Inspector General is running an audit on the Bureau's cybersecurity measures. The IG office will work alongside the U.S. Digital Service to review the Bureau's prep work from the first decennial count, where the public can respond online or over the phone. The Bureau has partnered with the Department of Homeland Security and the intelligence community to mitigate cyber threats and misinformation. 
The Intelligence and National Security Alliance has some new advice and resources for agencies who are still trying to understand the impact of insider threats. INSA says agencies rely too much on technology to identify insider threats when properly trained employees are often better to make leaders aware of suspicious behavior. INSA also suggests agencies all adopt a common lexicon for insider threats. A lack of common definitions creates confusion for security experts who develop strategies to prevent insider threats. INSA says a single set of definitions would help security experts better share best practices. A senior senator presses the Social Security Administration to do more to prevent scams. Here's Federal News Network's Jory Heckman with more. Senator Susan Collins told newly confirmed SSA Commissioner Andrew Saul that she expects the agency to take concrete actions to protect seniors from scammers. The chairwoman of the Senate Committee on Aging wrote to Saul asking for more information on what SSA is doing because she said the agency's response so far has been lagging. Collins wants answers to seven questions by November 1st. Among the questions are what SSA is doing to protect its phone numbers from being spoofed, how the agency is ensuring the public is aware of the scams, and whether it has enough staff to handle the increased volume of... I'm Jory Heckman. Citizenship and Immigration Services says it's seen a 64% drop in its backlog of Freedom of Information Act requests in 2019. CIS launched a new end-to-end online FOIA processing and tracking system back in July. The agency says productivity is up with the new system. Average processing time for an individual individual FOIA cases down 22 minutes from the previous year. The Department of Homeland Security says its overall FOIA backlog is down 40% since the previous year. And the General Services Administration has put a plan forward to buy the Transportation Department's headquarters building, which it's been leasing for years. GSA officials expect to finalize the sale by next March and close out its lease on the building 19 months in advance. The agency is buying it for $760 million and will save nearly $100 million by ending the lease early. Congress authorized the money to buy the Transportation Department headquarters in the fiscal 2019 spending bill. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 